Dream, 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 dream. I'm Taylor Lautner. Bella, where the hell have you been, Luca? Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner. It's the Taylor Lautner effect. He's got a great ass. Massive pile of Pokemon. They don't even ask. They just no. reach over and just start touching me. He took his shirt off. He dated Taylor Swift. Do you have a girlfriend? My name is Tay. My wife. Was a nurse through COVID. Start nursing at the beginning of 2020. She's incredible. From that came a nonprofit. From that, this podcast. We got married. <laughs> now share the same exact name. I'm happy because of what it's taught me. My biggest goal in life is to help people. your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Taylor and Tay Lautner, but now I learn... Fuck, I'm gonna fuck this up. Okay, (laughs) what is it? It's Lautner. It is. Okay, hold on. Taylor and Tay Lautner, welcome to Call Her Daddy. Thank you. Thank you. We need to talk. (laughs) I know. Okay, so to everyone... That is basically like me growing up. There's Taylor Lautner, like Taylor Lautner, Taylor Lautner, ah, Taylor Lautner. And as you guys are walking in, someone in my house just goes, you know, it's not Lautner. It's Lautner. Taylor? <laughs> um, sorry. Taylor. Childhood is. I know. I know. What, can you explain it's, to me why? Yes. What? Are we it, all assholes? No, no, you're not. Okay. It really is all my fault. Okay. I spent literally a decade just not correcting people like I don't know just everybody decided it was Lautner and I was just I never I never stopped anybody I never was just like hey it's Lautner so I just went with it and I even started saying it myself I even started calling myself Taylor Lautner like if I had to make like a dinner reservation you like want to drop like the name you know to get in we still do that I don't say Lautner I say hey it's Taylor Lautner calling it helps. I oh, I was going to say, if I was that hostess and you said, hey, it's Taylor Lautner, I'd be yeah. like, well, I wish it was Taylor Lautner. But okay, like, yeah, you wouldn't get the red. I know. Does your family think it's weird that you went with it? Like, My, my sister gives me a lot of crap. I'm sure my grandparents are like back in Michigan. Just, yeah. But um, it, it is all my fault. But I, I go with I go with anything. Right. Um, yeah. No, but definitely my fault. I'm just like, I'm just... It's just, I'm just processing because it's, it'd be like if I was like, it actually is Alex Copper, but I've never, <laughs> I've never given that clarification for all my years. Like yeah. it's a little bit of a mind fuck. Okay. I know. I know. Okay. But now really I'm, sorry. I'm sorry if I also fuck it up again. So I'm just going to intentionally not going to say the last name for the rest of the episode. Okay. Done. done. Taylor yes. and Tay. There you both go. have the same name, but I'm going to talk, call wifey Tay, man, Taylor. Perfect. Does that work? Yep. That okay. works. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You know real when you get it, right, Daddy Gang? It'll say eBay 
authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guaranteed, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Tap the banner to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Dottie Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. To give people context, we've met before once briefly at the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And I remember I'm sitting in my dressing room and I'm like, ooh, like I have to pee. And I ask the PA woman, I'm like, do you think I can go to the bathroom? And she's like, not right now. Taylor's in the, um, he's in the hallway. And I'm like, okay, like I, I don't have like beef with Taylor Lautner. Okay. (laughs) Like all good here. And she's like, no, no, no. Like he's practicing like his flips and I'm like what the fuck and I'm sitting there like I brought no party tricks I'm like well and then I had brought my dog and I wasn't sure if I was going to bring him on stage and I'm like oh, yeah. oh you're fucking coming with me Henry <laughs> you have no like, choice now this guy is flipping literally I'm like Taylor's flipping and I'm in like a mini skirt just like oh we're pulling out the tricks yeah you made me look really bad thanks for that I I'm I'm sincerely sorry but I did I literally was like just starting to do like a round off back handspring or whatever. And I saw you in your robe come around the corner. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be an awkward introduction. So casual. Just doing a round off back handspring. Did you do a lot of those type of things growing up? Like, were you a gymnast? I I did um, this stuff called extreme martial arts. I did do some gymnastics, but martial arts was a big part of my early years. Okay. Before I started acting, that is like what I did. Like worked out in acting because then he's like doing flips and does he do it around the house? With tequila. That's true. It does need a little encouragement these days. It makes me nervous. Like, well, I mean, all of our friends know that he does it. So like, we'll like be out somewhere. We'll like it be like, I don't know, having a wine night even and we'll turn into a dance party. Yeah, they know yeah. what they're doing. They yeah. egg it on, and they know if they bring me a drink or two, what's going to happen. Yeah. You get a little sauced up, and all of a sudden, Taylor's like, yeah. everybody move to the side. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I start flipping and dancing like a stripper. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wow. accurate. Yeah. I love that for you. It's concerning, but yep. Okay, let's talk about the fact that, yes, you guys have now the same name. You have the same first names, Taylor, and then you have the same last name now, Lautner or Lautner, however you guys want to fucking say it. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell me one of the most outrageous things that's ever happened with you guys having the same first name and last name and getting mixed up? I feel like, see, I wish I had a really outstanding story for you. <laughs> the truth is, um, the truth is, like, I, I think I'm thankful that one, Taylor is a somewhat, you know, like it's a popular, popular. name. Yeah. 
I've had multiple co-stars named Taylor. I've dated a Taylor or two. Um, so I've had practice differentiating the Taylors, the Taylors. Um, which I think has been helpful for us. So, so we've never had something like catastrophic, like yeah. Amazon packages, Christmas gifts, yeah. TSA check-ins. TSA is like, we'll give them our IDs and they're like, okay, Taylor. And we're like, yeah. And they're like, but, and we're like, yeah. And then yeah. they look and they're like, oh. But which one's Taylor Lautner? And we're like, it's it's both of us. Say it correctly. I, I said it like the TSA Taylor person would say Lautner. it. Lautner. Sorry. <laughs> now you're going to fuck me up again. I'm like, well, how do I say it again? The whole thing is fascinating. It is a bizarre thing. I, and I, but I love it. And I love that you guys have fun with it. And I love we that do. also, like you said, you're a vet. You've Taylor in your lives. It's all like there's something with this name that's close to heart. And I'm yeah. so happy you guys have made it work. You guys just celebrated your one year wedding anniversary. Yes. I am getting married this spring, Let's you guys. Go. So I need wow. all of the advice. I need all of the information. I'm curious, though, like when you guys look back, is there anything you wish you had known before getting married that now you're like, Alex, here's your advice? Good question. We were also together for almost five years before we yeah. got married okay. we got yeah. engaged at four married at five yeah so we had a lot of like living experience and like we got through that aspect of yeah. the relationship well, i feel like we went through like a lot of life of like covid and both of us like dealing with a lot of like mental health things that we like figured out like communication and like those things that i feel like a lot of people like figure out their first year of marriage like we know like how the other works in like an argument or how like if one's feeling stressed what the other one needs so yeah I feel like that kind of like helped prepare us I felt the same way with my relationship which I would encourage anyone listening to do ladies specifically because I have a lot of women it's like I think that there's a lot of pressure to get married and then you're like we'll figure it out when yeah. we get yeah. married and yeah. I really think it's important to figure it out before you get married because yeah. everything just gets it gets worse if there's something yeah. before you get married it will just only get worse when yeah. you're together and so if you don't like something about the person or yep. there's a struggle that you're going through like figure it out together and see if you yeah. can even go through hardships together before you commit to a life together could yeah. not agree more yeah. I, th I think a lot of people um, think that if there is any sort of problem or whatever that getting married will fix yeah. that yeah. and I just I, I don't I don't know if that's the case, but I wouldn't think it is. Yeah, I think it only yeah. like complicates it. Totally. A little more. So we have to talk about Twilight. Yes. <laughs> and I think when I was like thinking of this interview, I did want to also just ask you, like I've had a couple people on my show before that they are, will always be tied to some franchise yeah. that everyone is so obsessed with and yeah. loves so much. And I have a lot of empathy for the actors because I know that it's not that they don't also love it so much or yeah. maybe they don't, but it's like, it's always going to be asked every interview people want to know. Yeah. And so I just wanted to first say like, how do you even feel about it when someone's like, let's talk about twilight? Um, I, I only feel, I only feel great, you know, feelings towards the franchise and everything it's given me. It's definitely like, you know, it there's pros and cons to what it gave me, but the pros far outweigh the cons. But it just like took a journey after the franchise was over with figuring out, you know, who I really am and what is truly important to me in life. Yeah. But um, no, I I'm very, very thankful for that totally. franchise. No, and I appreciate you sharing that because I can imagine like 
having so much of your public identity wrapped up in something and people loving something so much um it's it's a lot to be like wait who am I outside of this character and who am I outside of like what do I want to do next in my career like I don't want to just stop there and I think it's amazing that you guys have started your podcast the squeeze which we're going to talk about but like it's it's cool to see you continue to do other things but also know that like yeah there's this one big ass thing yeah although like shark boy like shark boy have you seen that are you kidding me <laughs> shark boy and lava girl like i don't want to like bring it up but like obviously taylor let's go um many okay, moons so ago just a couple questions about twilight that i just want to go through for all of my millennial girls that yes. are just like I mean, give you got it a, to you us. got a giant twihard right okay, here yeah thank you yeah but die hard team edward yeah we got to talk about that because you are too i was about to say it's fine i understand i get it i've watched him back he's a little whiny i get it <laughs> say, i was gonna say yeah but i didn't want you to feel like grouped up on like it's not fair that we're all sitting here being like well yeah but like team edward like i loved you in it but like come on the yeah you know yeah can i ask you what was your favorite one to film Ooh. to film mm-hmm. um shoof mm-hmm. prop i mean ugh probably probably new moon mm-hmm. just because that was like my first one yeah like i was in twilight but not really um and you know my character goes through quite a bit in new moon and that was just very exciting for totally. me like that time in my life was like whoa what the hell? and do you know that he wasn't actually supposed to be jacob through the rest of the franchise wait they were gonna take you out yeah they 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 called they called me and said thank you for your participation but we are recasting you for the rest of the franchise because well, they thought you were so bad you were no, great I, they just my my character in the first book is supposed to be like the 16 year old little scrawny boy and then in the middle of new moon he transforms into this like 25 year old looking like built muscular man so their plan just all along was to cast a 16 year old which they did i was 16 at the time and then they were going to cast like a mid 20s guy to to carry on and be Jacob for the rest of the franchise. Um, so I, yeah, I had to fight for my role back and hit the gym. Yeah. Thankfully, I started that process the second we, we stopped filming the first movie. Yeah. Cause they, like, he had already known that that was coming. So they were like, we're going to get read ahead the books, of it. So I, like, knew. Well, if I want to continue playing him, I got to do something. Yeah. Wow. So I was, I was ready. So when we got that call, my team was like, have you seen him recently? And they were like, no, why? And like, well, you may want to take a meeting with him or something. And I had been like hardcore working out for about nine months at this point and probably had about 20 or 25 pounds added at that point. And they were surprised, but they didn't make it easy. I still had to re-audition. Thankfully, Kristen was like, you're not reading with any casting director. You're doing that with me, which is very sweet of her. Um, So sweet. But it all worked out, yeah. Also, I can only imagine, um, which we'll get to, like when you guys started dating, were you like, tell me everything. Tell me everything. Like, let's go. Tell me all the details, the behind the scenes. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I've like wanted to i it's weird because like he like in my brain he like wasn't in twilight like mm-hmm. like i feel like this is a perfect example of like lautner and lautner mm-hmm. like you're lautner that's that lautner. lautner yeah lautner. yeah like in my brain it's it's different but i definitely have i definitely have asked a lot of questions and he's filled me in on things but now i don't like ask because sometimes it gets ruined for me i'm like i want to live in this magical really? land of things I've said things that have ruined it for no, you no 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 not no not 
I just I like to think she's it's also magical. annoyingly cool as a cucumber with stuff like this. Like when we first started dating, like she was like a diehard Twilight fan. Right. She like loves Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. like in like all all this mm-hmm. stuff. And like mm-hmm. as soon as she started meeting some of these people and hanging, she could like care less that right. they're in the room. She's just way too cool. Too like cool. I geek out over people. She doesn't. That. And I also think when you, I bet you when you first started dating too, it's like this natural feeling of like, you don't want to be like a creeper being like, tell me everything. Cause then you're going to be like, okay, well I don't want to date you because like, stop being like a fan. So it's like a moment where, you know, the relationship's real. I'm with Lautner. Let me talk about Lautner now. Like, let's yeah. get into it. Yeah. Um, sure. I'm curious, like, does anyone in your family act? No, no. No, no form of entertainment in my family. <laughs> um, I got into it through the martial arts, actually. Um, yeah. I My karate instructor, when I was about eight years old, um, he was the blue Power Ranger at the time. What? And he lived out here. I love here. that you give that detail every time. It's, it's a great I, specific, it's so, but fabulous detail. It's a great detail. detail. So funny. He was the blue Power Ranger. That's like, huge. Damn, yeah. <laughs> he was the coolest person, like, in the world to me. Of course. And he... And he 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 kept like pushing he he kept being like are you sure you don't want to give this acting thing a shot i think you'd be great and i'm like i don't know and my parents were like "Mm, we live in michigan like you know he plays football baseball school you know the martial arts we don't know about that but he kept pushing it and eventually um eventually we came out for one summer and stayed with him in his house and i went on some auditions for a month i didn't book anything but i just like i loved it and went back home to michigan and my parents asked me like do you want to do this or what and i was like i think i do so for a couple years we did it from michigan which was an absolute nightmare and then when i was about 12 we moved out to la most supportive family ever um and pretty shortly after we we moved out i got shark boy did you have any issues after shark boy of feeling like who did i talk to recently that was like yeah i got like made fun oh cole sprouse was like all the time my brother and i people were like you're gay you're this you're that you're like a weirdo like derogatory Mm -hmm. names starting with the f word like just like bad things like did you experience any of that after that was my high school Yep. Yep. I did Shark Boy and then uh, Cheaper by the Dozen 2, like kind of back to back. And then after that, I really, I was like, wow, this is going great. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And then I honestly just hit a dry spell. Mm -hmm. And I I thought acting was done for me. Um, I started... Or I was I was in public school my whole life, but I you know started going to high school. High school nightmare. Those when you're a freshman and you got like the junior and senior boys, absolute nightmare. Um, he got thrown in a trash can. Really? Yeah, you told me that you got thrown in a trash can. I honestly think I have just like completely erased out it. some of the things you that have, have happened to me. We were like deep talking one night, I think, and he told me that. I was like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, I was like, what? The one that I remember most is during PE two guys picked me up and put me like up against the locker and one of them just took his fist and punched me in my balls as hard as he could Fuck. and i thought it's my worse. testicle popped it's worse than the trash can i that i know that is worse than the trash can i know i literally went into the stall and i, I was making sure it didn't pop dude Taylor. <laughs> so yeah that was high school thank you shark boy and, w- and when they were when that was happening and you were getting bullied for that like are they saying like stuff about shark boy like it's all based in like your yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, it would go well beyond that, like you said. Um, but yeah, I would I'd be like walking across the campus and just like look over and be like a pack of five seniors, and they would just go. <laughs> it, it was, at, at least now I can look back right. and laugh about it. But yeah, it was yeah. High, high school was tough. What do you remember in those moments when those kids are doing that? Like, what do you remember feeling? Like, there's no way I'm going to go back and continue doing this. Like, it it made me want to quit. Um, and that's, I, I kind of did that. And I honestly got to a place where I told myself, if I don't book, like, anything in the next, before, before the end of the year, I'm going to just be done with this and just, like, you know, continue playing football and just find out what else I want to do with life. Um, and just... After I said that to myself and made that commitment, um, I had two two screen tests on the same day. One for this big Disney movie called Journey to the Center of the Earth, starring opposite The Rock. And I was like, this would make my life if I got this. And then later in the day, I had this screen test for this book series that's about vampires. And I was like, okay, I don't really care about that. So hopefully I get this Disney The Rock film. Um Good news is I got a call like a week or two after. They were like, we got good news and bad news for you. I was like, what? They're like, you didn't get the Rock movie. I was devastated. They're like, but you did get the Vampire movie. And I was like, okay. And um, that's, yeah, that is what saved my. (laughs) Did you doubt taking it at all? And did you have any concept of the fandom before you took it? No concept. No. People told me like these books are pretty popular. And I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, I've never heard of them, but. So I had no no real concept except people telling me this could be something because the books are popular. Right. Um, but definitely did not doubt taking it because I hadn't worked in years at that point. It's so interesting to remember like Team Edward, Team Jacob and the dynamic, how hard people went for those teams. Yeah. Like people, I remember girls in my school getting in actual fights being like, fuck you, you're team Edward. I'm Jacob. And it's like, there are t-shirts, there's cut out versions of you guys. How do you remember you and Rob handling like the rivalry that people were pitting you guys against each other? Yeah, I think it was tough. Um, I, I don't know for him. Um, but for me at least, yeah, it definitely like especially at the age I was at, like you you get your feelings hurt sometimes when you shouldn't, but it's, it's hard not to, um, sometimes, but yeah, it, it was, it was a little difficult. Um, but you know, Rob and I were always, always able to, I mean, the thing with me and Rob is we're just very, very different people. We never really connected on a deep level just because we're different humans, but he was always fantastic and the sweetest, the sweetest person ever. Um, But yeah, I think it was awkward at times for the two of us to, you know, be standing together on a balcony and having 10,000 girls like booing, you know, Rob, but then cheering for me. But then, you know, this half, you know, booing me and cheering, but us having to have some sort of like friendship it was it was it was difficult it was just so much back then and a lot of us commoners taylor okay we can't comprehend what overnight success feels like can you kind of just paint the picture of you as a human when your life transformed because of twilight like what happened what was going on yeah i think um i think the biggest part is 
when you're in the middle of it, like when that overnight success happens, that overnight fame happens, you can't, you can't process it when you're like in it. Um, so it kind of just, it happened and I thought everything was awesome. Like, you know, yeah, there's like 12 paparazzi cars following me, but it's cool. It's fun. Like, yeah, like I, you know, haven't been to a grocery store or movie theater in 10 years, but that's life. And I think it, it took like going through that and living that way and then taking a step back and realizing how much more there was to life to really get me to process what I had been through and how, you know, not normal it was. And I was, I was young. I started, you know, in the franchise at 16. Um, so it, yeah, it, it's, it was strange. It, when I was in the middle of it, it was great, all fine and dandy. Um, but it definitely took its toll and caused me to, you know, have trust issues, um, feel lonely, um, not want to ever leave my house, um, just feel like I missed out on so much. And that none of that is to say I'm not thankful for it. It just, I, I needed a moment where I said, you know, I'm going to take a step back and focus on some other things, which I've done in the last few years. And I'm very thankful I did because it's given me a, a whole new appreciation for what I did go through, what we all went through. Um, and now I can, now I only have purely fond memories of it. Whereas before in the last few years, you know, I've, you know, not regretted anything, but you know, been a little sad sometimes. Yeah. What makes you sad? I think, I think the loneliness is probably the biggest part of it. Um, and I think the number one thing that happened for me at least is when when it happens like that your walls just go up like this immediately and you just try to protect anything close to you and those you know those close to you in your life and doing that really prevents yourself from experiencing so much life and yeah. it's understandable why like I did that but um, it does cause extreme loneliness yeah. and, um, yeah, it, it took a while to knock those, those big mm. tall walls back down. The paparazzi has died down. Yeah. It's not this craziness where you like can't leave your house. Thank God. Was there ever a moment there where like you wanted it back? Like, can you try to explain that feeling? Of, of course. Yeah. I think that is what that is what needed to happen for me to realize I'm putting my self-worth in the wrong place because that's, that's exactly what happened is, um, you know, you, when you, when you start with something that big and successful, you have this, this massive target on your back. Mm -hmm. And if you do a movie or something that doesn't do so well, it's just like magnified and people destroy you for it. And that, that is what happened to me. And it caused me to crawl in that hole I, I wanted to in high school and say, I don't, I can't take this. Like, so that it, it, so that is what happened. And I did that. And then I went through the phase where it was, wow, nobody cares about me. Nobody, nobody's waiting to take my picture outside. I can, to, I can go to the, you know, grocery store and, you know, I mean, getting recognized kind of has always been a thing, but right. it definitely felt like people didn't care about me. But 
it took that for me to realize why do I care so much about what strangers think of me that I don't even know like I really had to shift um, you know where I put my self-worth and like what I cared about because that was on it it's unhealthy for me to care so much about that and I also I mean we've talked about this on our podcast but I, I, I dealt in the last you know five to seven years with a lot of like body image issues because um, you know, in the franchise, I'm not wearing that many clothes, you know, and I also was 17, 18, 19 years old, and it was a lot easier to have a body like that. Um, but that's like what people, what most of the world knows me as. So then, you know, when they see me at 30 years old now, they're like, whoa, what happened to you? I'm like, yeah, I know it's, it happens. I'm human. Yeah. That is so interesting. Like the constant, like shirtless, everyone loved it. We're all like, Oh, he's so hot. This is so fun. And people just staring at you and kind of like sexualizing you at a young age and staring at you in posters and cutouts of you with your abs. Where are you at today? Much better, but certainly not perfect. Um, much better in the sense that if you asked me that question five years ago, it was very difficult to get me out of the house and go to like a birthday party of somebody's if they asked me because I was so insecure. I literally was like, I don't, I won't even feel comfortable going to a party and having people see me because I think that they will just like be disgusted. Like that is what I thought in my brain five years ago. Um, but thankfully, you know, with Tay and, um, close friends they've really helped me through that journey over the last few years and I'm much better at it now um, but there's there's good days and bad yeah. days still yeah. the like the difference in like we've been together now for six years and like when we first started dating to like where he is now like the growth of like how he views himself is like insane like it's really cool to like have watched him like go through that because like I could like I mean obviously like we can never imagine like yeah. going through that but he it's been really cool to like see the the change in him. I'm curious when you guys started dating because of us being twihards and meeting him like did you ever feel at all because of the fixation on the way he looked and people obsessed with him like did you ever have any self-doubt about the way you looked like am I good enough? D- Definitely. I feel like actually more so like recently I've, I know. I've been struggling. Normally like growing up, I never like really did. I think that's just cause I'm an only child and my mom always told me I was perfect growing up. She's one of those mothers. So I don't think I like struggled with that, but I do honestly feel like as of like recently, that's definitely been, been tougher as of recently. Yeah. Been- I know. I, I, I feel like I feel that way with you too. She Tay's very, very confident in general, which is one of the things I love most about her. But yeah, I think because of recently over the past like year or two, we've definitely like with the pot, we're just like in the media. Like I'm in the media for the first time. Like I'm doing freaking press for the first time. I've never done any of that. Yeah. Like that's not call her daddy. I, yeah. Literally this. Here we are. I mean, we were I mean, I was just telling him like in the car on the way over here. I was like, you know, these thoughts need to get out of my head because they're not true. But I was like. I think it's more so now of like kind of like a worth thing. I don't know. I was just feeling very like not that I'm unworthy of being here, but like 
for a nor I'm a normal like I'm I'm a normal per like this is huge for a normal person to be like sitting here with you doing this and I was like in my head about it like not feeling like I was worthy or and I'm like I know I work really hard but like like I just I just kept saying I don't know and I was actually venting to his sister who's like my best friend and she was like you keep saying I don't know so I think that means that it's false whatever you're thinking like it's not true appreciate you sharing that because I feel like it's always difficult which I think this is why you guys have become so successful as this couple in your podcast is like it's so intimidating to ever talk about something that is happening in the moment of you being like I'm kind of feeling a little insecure and I'm kind and I like just pausing there like thank you for even just sharing that because I can tell it is raw I can see you like you, you feel it right now and I think first of all you do deserve to be here you two have such an incredible relationship but also like you're building a brand and it's really cool people like you guys and listen to you guys and we love him but like I think she makes you more interesting <laughs> I'm gonna hype her up for a minute I can tell. I'm with you This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Some things work so well. It's basically magic. Like my favorite highlighters that I'm like, wow, how did you all of a sudden make me look glowing? And you know what else really works, Daddy Gang? Shopify. It is a global commerce platform that helps you sell. I've seen a big difference in my online merch sales. They are especially good at turning browsers into buyers. I can see someone that's been on the site but didn't check out or someone that checked out and then is revisiting the site. Like if you want to grow your business, Daddy Gang, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash unwell, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash unwell. You guys are so freaking cute. Let's talk about your love story. Tay, can you tell me, like, how did you guys meet? What yeah. happened? How did you meet this man? Yeah. Um, his sister, actually. Um, I had met her a couple times through a mutual friend. And um, both times were in, like, very group settings. Mm -hmm. And after the second time, she had called Taylor. I didn't know any of this. But she had called Taylor and was like, hey, like, you need to, like, throw a game night. Invite me. I'll bring this girl Tay is my friend and like I just met your future wife like that's like she's great you're gonna like her she did tell me that yeah yeah and she was like invite me over to your house I'll bring some of my friends one of them will be Tay and she has no idea what's going on yeah so it was a complete setup but yeah and even like I was confused when I got the invite because our like mutual friend um who's like my childhood best friend she was like you know McKenna his sister is very protective of Taylor like obviously so um and she just had like told me that she's very protective of him and so when McKenna had texted me and my girlfriend like hey you want to come over to my brother's for a game night we side texted each other and we were like wait why is she like inviting me like we don't I don't like know her that well and right. I was like well I guess she must like think like know that I'm like normal and not gonna like be weird <laughs> and like yeah well, there was there was a bigger plan yeah yeah which I did not know so I went over there fully just like play I was gonna like play games, play games? that's why I wasn't like I had just gotten out of a relationship and I was about to start nursing school like in a month or so. And I was like, I'm just going to be single. I'm going to go through nursing school. Like I was going to do travel nursing. And 
Um, I was like, I'm not even like looking for that right now. So. And we played a game of running charades together and never looked back. No. Okay, what was your first impression of Tay? First impression, um, first impression was that she was very beautiful. Um, but I really think it was, I, it, it is true, we joke about it, but I really think like our first chemistry together was playing running charades and just realizing that we just like can banter and we're like, we just like see each other eye to eye and like, we just knew what each other was going to say before we even said it on the first night we met. It's always been like very comfortable. Like it, it honestly felt like we had like known each other prior in a sense. Like yeah. it just, it was very, it's just like one of those, like any type of friendship, yeah. romantic, whatever type of relationship, it just like clicks. You're like, Oh, we get along like this. This works. What was your first impression of him? I think that he was, I always say, I think, going in like going into like our first few hangouts I had no clue that he was like interested in me it so it took her a long time uh, yeah also because I wasn't like looking for it so I wasn't like you know and he I would say Taylor is like the most respectful person like ever that I've ever dated and that's like the biggest thing I always say is my favorite thing about him is how he respects me and like that just like to give you like how he was so like just wanted to like know about me like was asking about my family was asking like about some of my tattoos like was just like asking questions and it was like really nice so I think I think probably that you were just like kind what she really means is I don't have no. games stop you keep <laughs> saying that you're a nice gentleman that's not a dick I say if you could no if you no if you could like type up qualities that a girl would want in a guy that it would be that did you have any misconceptions about taylor just like being famous guy you know werewolf shark boy like <laughs> the guy the world knows like that you eventually figured out like oh i thought i thought i was gonna think this and i didn't yeah i think it's hard because like he is so normal like you wouldn't know he's famous if you didn't know he was famous and like it, it was kind of like obviously I walked into his house. And I was like, "Wow, this is a nice ass house." Like I've never been in a house like this before. But like, oh, he's rich. <laughs> but I love the honesty. Like, You're like, "Ooh, I gotta get used to this." But he's just like nice. Like he he's he was. You're probably in like freaking like joggers and a t-shirt, just like probably a onesie. Probably honestly, probably a onesie. He's just just like chill and laid back. So I think maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, like, if I even, like, gave it thought about it. But I think I was – I don't know. I, I know for sure I was, like – it took me so long because, one, I was, like, not looking for a relationship. But also, like, I wasn't about to be the girl that's, like, the new friend and I'm, like, going to date her famous brother. Yeah. I was, like, I'm really not going to do that one. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a, not cool. That's such a good point, too, because it's already, like – if you have a friend that's connecting you with like, here's my sibling. We're all going to just be hanging out. Yeah. It's already like, Oh, you don't cross the boundary, yeah. but clearly your sister was like, let's make this happen. Get over there. I want this to happen. How soon Taylor did you start to catch feelings for Tay? Catch feelings pretty quickly, but I feel like there was light treading on both sides. Her for like the brother thing and her friend, me, you know, she she was younger. She was my sister's age, um, and I was just I wanted to be careful with it. Um, so it definitely catch feelings, you know, very soon. But 
I was definitely slow with it. Yeah. We we kissed first on New Year's on New Year's, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, slow down. Yeah. Hi, I'm over here. <laughs> like, you two like looking at each other's eyes like and then we I'm like, no, back up. No. Rewind. Rewind. Okay, hold on. After the group hangouts, who made the first move to be like, let's go on a date? Yeah. So so I would say we the date came after the kiss. Oh. Okay. New Year's Eve. This is actually okay. a really fun story. Bring we us to New Year's Eve. In a while. I still am like, I don't really. I think there's part of me that thinks that he likes me, but I'm just like, there's no way. Like, because for the last like two weeks, we'd been texting nonstop. He followed like, me on Instagram and oh, my, my dad yeah. was like, he likes you. My dad has never done this in my entire life, ever. My dad multiple times kept telling me that taylor liked me and i was like dad no like he he's just like nice he's just friendly i don't like no but that that kind of like that happened and there was obvious signs but i was not i was in denial but the ball is dropping the ball (laughs) the ball is dropping we're at taylor's for new year's and have you been like vibing that night for flirting yeah yeah this has been probably you know six hours up until this point I feel like there's a lot, you know, there's there's some clues here. She's <laughs> she's going to put these context clues together and this is going to be the most romantic New Year's kiss ever. I'm standing directly behind her. My chest is basically up against her back. The ball is dropping. I'm playing with her hair from behind, twisting her hair, and I'm waiting for when Ryan Seacrest goes happy New Year's for her to like just look, just glance back at me and I'm going to plant it. But this chick no. just dead. I didn't move. She would not move. She wouldn't look at me. She Alex, probably took. I was literally took... that. I was literally just like. So... You can like feel his peck here. And you're like. <laughs> literally. Well, I, I literally, what was going through my mind was, am I like, what if I turn around right now? And he's like, That's what fair. are you doing? That's fair. It kind of sucks that you weren't making eye contact. Because then you could, got, even if you were standing next to each other, you could look I up. Know. But for her to like swing right. around and you're like a bitch whoa, back up whoa. yeah <laughs> calm down and we were next to like his friends who like Ugh. were like were a couple but like weren't and they didn't kiss either so they were just standing there and so i was just like frozen you're like Happy not New moving Year. so yeah it was awkward at that moment and then like an hour later that's what happened no you have to tell me the details like how did how did it guys i love this it's caller daddy okay so you get basically not rejected you just don't move your body physically to even know that he was like yeah ready for the kiss an hour later what happens we're we're laying down it's you know Where starting you to get tired like on the couch or oh, something okay, okay. um it's a big couch oh, yeah, yeah. um and i think we were just like talking for we yeah we were talking for a while and it just like kept like inching and inching and inching and then she does like to say that she did the final lean in I did. and i i'll let her have it well you can let her have it because you you had the intention when the ball was dropping taylor yeah, i was okay. ready and we had to like cram dates in because we kissed and three weeks later i was leaving to london to film a show and i was like i like 
like I think this is real so I I want to get to know her enough so that she can maybe like come visit me or we can like keep this going because I don't want to like get to know her for two three weeks and then three months goes by and so I was like I gotta lock this up so we we crammed a lot into three weeks and then I was like would you want to come visit me in London yeah who said I love you first me then the meet like immediately where after. Where and when? London. <gasps> yeah. On the London trip. Yeah, yeah. So he. You flew over on Valentine's Day. I did fly oh. on Valentine's Day. My first time ever flying first class. Oh. Um, like I knew. I knew. Once I saw the house, I was like, "Put me in, coach. Let's go." Um. It was Get your bag. Girl. It was literally like a whirlwind. It was really cool though, because like we, he left and probably. I mean, probably a couple weeks went by, but I mean, that whole time we could only like talk on the phone. So it was yeah. like when I was going to visit him, I felt like I had already kind of been dating him for like mm-hmm. six months because of how much we could literally just talk. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he didn't tell me anything about what first class is. I was on British Airways where they like have meal service. I had no clue. <laughs> so let me let me just paint this for you. I'm literally us. I show up at the airport. This is like honestly my first time like flying by myself. I think I did like one little thing somewhere i was shocked he was shocked my parents let me do it my parents were like like he seems she's 20 i'm 20 at at this this point i'm about to turn 21 but i get to the airport there's like the like the british airways like lounge and the ticketing lady who's checking my bag she's like i'm so sorry i can't let you in the lounge you're not 21 and i was like oh it's okay i don't know what a lounge is i'm like it's fine totally and she's like i can give you a meal voucher i was like oh my gosh that's great so i literally gets a 12 dollar meal voucher and goes and gets herself a stale disgusting sandwich a pre-made sandwich because she thought she needed to eat before getting on the plane because she didn't realize she could eat on the plane it was a long trip i was like i'm gonna need to get this is epic (laughs) keep going keep going keep going and okay so i'm like you know i get on the plane and they hand you a glass of champagne as you walk on the plane my first thought is i'm not 21 is this okay and i'm like well i'm going to england it's fine there so i'm like okay yeah i take the champagne and i'm like walking and i see these seats and i sit down and there's like a screen and like the whole pod thing and i'm just like I'm like, what, what is, is happening this? right now? Like, I'm like, I literally like sent, I'm texting Taylor. I'm like, what, like, what, like, what is happening? Like, and he's, would you like us make your bed for you? Yeah, they're like, let us know when you want, like, here's your pajamas. Let us know when you like, you want your bed made. And I was like, oh no, it's fine. Like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> so I, I have, before we get on the plane, I don't know that there's a meal service. So I had just eaten my $12 pre-made sandwich and some stuff. And they like come over, they bring the menu and they're like, what, what would you like for dinner? I'm like, can I just have some fruit? They're like, the lady, the flight attendant was like, what? And I was like, yeah, just like some fruit would be great. I'm not that hungry. And then they start like making everyone's like tables and they start bringing out the food. They bring me this fruit platter. I have a photo of it. It's literally like the above light. It looks like the most like beautiful, beautiful. fruit platter ever made. Oh I land in London. We all stand Alex up. Alex is going to love this part. I stand up to grab my like luggage and I look on the other side of the plane on the window is Mr. Team Edward himself. Rob is literally across the row from me on this plane. No. And I'm like, what What are the odds right now of this? I'm literally like going to see Taylor. The- I was like, she saw me. I was like, did you say hello? She's like, no. Do you think he would have believed me? Like, imagine <laughs> dating Taylor Lautner. And he's like, yeah, aren't we all, bitch? Like, get out of here. No. That's so funny. I know. I was like. That is. So that was like meant to be, though. It was like a sign. So yeah. Funny. Like, you're in the right place. Yeah. And switch teams. Time to switch <laughs> yeah. teams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we love our werewolf. Right yeah. 
wow guys that is such a good story i also love you just being like i'll have my sandwich like yeah. and you're like oh you he was mad at me know. he's like you didn't eat she the food she got there i was like because i didn't tell her anything going in so she gets there and i'm like how was everything tell me about and it she's like, and she's like well you know i had the sandwich before i was like are you kidding me when i had gotten to the hotel he was like standing <laughs> out there i had a driver with a with my name i had never had a driver before never seen someone with my right. name i'm being driven to this beautiful hotel in london which i've never been taylor greets me i go up to the room he has like champagne he has what is it classe azul tequila i had no clue what that even was oh. he has chocolate covered strawberries out and i've literally i walk in this room oh, yeah. i'm silent i'm not saying anything because i'm so overwhelmed in like a good way but i'm just like my brain is like trying to process what the past 12 hours have been and he kept being like are you okay like, are you her, okay what's wrong like, she wouldn't she's speak like, she's like i don't know what to do right now <laughs> I, I'm, I need to go like write in a journal or something <laughs> and just remember all of this that is that is like every girl's dream of just like whoa like uh, what a what a first trip to go see a guy that you're falling in love with and it yeah. just so happens like then there's Edward Cullen to your right, and then yeah. you walk in, and then there's Jacob, and then there's a fruit platter tower, and you're like, whoa, this is the life. Wow. And so on that trip, you said, I love you. Yeah. Did you say it back? Yeah. And then it was like. Yeah, it was It was. Yeah. over from there. Wow, you guys. And now you're happily married, and <laughs> here we go. Okay, you mentioned at the beginning of this episode, so I just have to bring it up, okay? Yes. There is a woman... Her name is Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. She was just named person of the year. She's a baller. She's, yeah. we love her. Her music is brilliant. Yeah. And you dated her. Yeah. And the Swifties just named you Taylor Swift's best ex. Is that real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Because um, you don't want to be on the other side of the coin. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be on the other side. <laughs> I'll take it. Can you talk to me just briefly, just like about like, how did you guys build a friendship after dating like that's tough yeah um yeah obviously every relationship is different um i think i think when you respect somebody for who they are like in their soul um it allows you to move on forgive and continue that you know love in a different way um just differently um and thankfully we we had that um we definitely so yeah af, um, after things ended between us we were so young yeah. but after how old after, were you i was 18 oh, okay. she was 20 21 yeah young um yeah but um we we stayed friendly we would see each other now and then but we then did fall out of touch and we didn't we didn't talk for a while but i i've always had um the deepest respect for who she is as a person um before anything else um so then it was it, it's been really fantastic over the last year i mean honestly i would say one of the greater things um to happen in my life over the last year is the rekindling of our friendship um because she just is above anything else that she is. She is just a wonderful human. Um, and she's pretty great to have in your life. There are sometimes those relationships where it's like all good and chill. Yeah. Obviously yours is different because it's like 
there were songs written about you and the world knew about you guys and what isn't back to december it was it i go back to december what happened in what december taylor <laughs> oh you um, don't want to know no, but did because she broke up with you yeah yeah oh okay. yeah okay yeah okay okay it was it Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking back on exactly what happened, but no, nope, yep, she it did. <laughs> I um I I'm curious obviously again, like this is someone that we grew up and love and listen to her music and I know you're a Swifty. And so like how has it been for you just like having Taylor be cordial and chill with an ex that sure is like you're a fan of we're all fans of her but you also are like oh but this is also my husband like how do you handle that I mean it's honestly all her she just makes it so easy and literally before like before we had even gone to like film the music video she was always like in even the first text that she sent him when she was like pitching the idea she like included me in it and she like is so inclusive of me and everything which is so like kind of her but she's just she's just kind and she's very thoughtful and like she makes it very easy to like I could literally be like go bye have like I could literally close the door whatever like them to be together and I could care less you know what we need we need a double date with her Travis and the Taylors. Oh my God, that's three tables at a table, and Travis Kelsey walk into a bar. <laughs> Can you tees. imagine? All te- I mean, he would love that because he's a big football guy. Oh, I so would. oh, oh, yeah, I that would. would be fun. Yeah. It's um, listen, I just think it's so cute, and I think obviously you guys get it. Like, there's such a fascination with she's the most famous woman in the world, yeah. and um, I think it's really cool. I think people just love to see that you came out and supported her and then you were there with him. And it's just, yeah. it's cool. Cause you don't get to see cordial moments like that in media often of like exes yeah. coming back together, but new relationships are respected. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bravo. Well, they want the drama. They want the, Oh, this isn't, you know, that's what, that's what the media wants, but it's, it's been really cool. Oh yeah. They want there. you to like, they want a shot of you paparazzi like crying outside of the stadium like it's not gonna happen like (laughs) let us live our dream okay like we're all happy um okay we're gonna play a game okay who is and then you're gonna answer okay who is needier taylor man (laughs) say it out loud boy tay boy tay boy Boy tay yeah i know in what ways um all of them go ahead in what ways (laughs) I'm um, I'm I'm working on it. Um no, but I've better. I've always like I've always been, you know, a little bit insecure, you know, a little bit like struggled with jealousy. Like I've I've always had that within me. Um and it it used to like eat me alive and now I don't want to speak for you wifey but um I, f- I feel like it's a lot a lot oh, yeah. better now but I, yeah definitely definitely needier I'm like the I also am physical touch mm-hmm. and words of affirmation she is not mm-hmm. she yeah. is acts of service she just wants me if I were to do the dishes or something oh my mm. gosh she would be on cloud nine I just want to snuggle I just want to like hear what you're thinking let's like baby talk come on <laughs> I love this I love this you're like come on let's lay and you're like do you want to get me a coffee? Yeah. But I get that. Okay, yeah. that's that's a good answer. Who is more romantic? Would say me. Yeah, I've, yeah, I would say you. Yeah. Boy Taylor. Her, yeah, boy, boy Taylor for sure. Because, yeah, 
I mean, if your idea of romance is like, you know, washing the dishes and <laughs> taking out the trash and uh, making her lunch, then then I would say girl tag. <laughs> What's something very romantic you've done for her? I mean, proposal was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was really good. We quickly share for anyone that we did it at home because I always I always asked her like leading up like we knew it was going to happen which you know I didn't want her to know when but of course we both knew it's happening so I I just like straight up asked her I'm like what do you want like what in your dream world what do you want and she always just said like I don't want anything big like I don't I don't want you know I know it would be something that he would stress about also I didn't want anything big but Taylor is is like needs to be it needs to be perfect like he was I knew he was going to stress about it Mm -hmm. which is true because he had the ring for a long time and just couldn't pick on what to do and I was like just literally one night just when you're feeling it just I'll be washing the dishes just like pop it out like dishes guys a lot of dishes a lot of dishes he likes to cook and he does he uses a lot of dishes so there's always we do have a dish problem we do have a lot of dishes but I was always like just do it at home like she's like one night like when we're having dinner and a glass of wine just like do it then um she's like I just want it to happen so I did I did it at home I did it in the kitchen but um I I kind of planned like ish an event for her to go to um and she thought it was just totally normal and separate and the second she left I had my like friend team show up and we transformed the kitchen with just you know a lot of roses lot and of, candles yeah, and a lot of flowers a lot of candles and, and when she came back from the event um it was it was pretty pretty freaking cute yeah it was were you absolutely shocked when you walked in because oh, you yeah. weren't expecting it I was I could not stop sobbing I, I Taylor literally had to come grab me I was like from the garage like it's probably like 10 steps into the kitchen but I literally would like I took two steps and like fell like hands to my knees like <laughs> and I knew it was coming I mean obviously not then but I knew right. it was coming and like I I did not expect to like act like that but I was like I was a freaking mess Taylor literally had to be like okay I he was literally like I had to pick her up and what did I say he's like, like, I gotta ask the yeah. question oh, he, yeah. he goes I have some words I have to say to you like come on and I was like I was just like, sobbing oh, okay. okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> oh wow that's pretty good Taylor okay who is more likely to buy a gift the other one hates girl time because she's gonna buy me a gift that she wants me to use to do it with the dishes or something (laughs) it's it's true she's gonna buy me a gift that like she's gonna buy me like a vacuum she's like gonna be like it's a really nice vacuum it's like a dyson you know it's like a it sucks and blows and i'm i'm gonna be like but i don't want to like vacuum the stairs right now I'm not gonna buy you a vacuum. You would, but maybe if it's a Dyson. You've bought me similar things to a vacuum. Right. She's got a vision. Yeah. Of what she wants you to be doing with the items that she's buying you. Exactly. Instead of being like, I think you would like this. She's like, I want you to like this thing. Yeah. Get on it. Make it happen. That's a good answer. (laughs) Who is sloppier when they're drunk? Girl. Yeah. Boy Tay. Oh. Girl Tay doesn't get drunk. Girl Tay legit can have five drinks and be the same human. What? It's so annoying. And you're like doing backflips in the corner. Yes. yes. Two tequila shots and Taylor's like, watch this round off I'm that can spray. I'm on you're Mars gone. and she can have five old fashions no. and be. It, it's, oh it's, it's I, I also don't, I don't like, I don't like not being like in control, in control. of myself. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't ever let myself like yeah. get there. So. Boy Tay, sloppier when drunk. Who is more likely to start the argument? 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> the eye roll. This, I thought I was going on Call Her Daddy, not a freaking roast. <laughs> Bro, you just roasted me for 20 minutes. <laughs> if anyone's driving and didn't see, Mr. Lautner rolled his eyes, uh, and it's you. Okay, yeah. you're the one to start the argument. I mean. I think the eye roll was enough, like, proof that. that it was. It was a little sassy. Like, uh, no, I don't. Yes, you do. I have some sass in me. Okay. Yeah, and that probably is why I would be the one to start it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I appreciate you acknowledging it and being self-aware. Yeah. We love that. Thank Taylor. you, Alex. Okay? Good job. I'm aware that you're married. So, like, the word, the ick, you don't, like, have the ick of each other. But I always say this to Matt. I'm like, if we had to pick an ick of each other, like, what would it be? And I'm like, there are these pants that Matt wears sometimes when he's going to golf. <laughs> And I'm like, well, we can't, we can't have sex tonight because I saw you in the pants, and like, it's never gonna happen. All you'll be thinking about. Literally, it's all I'll be thinking about. If you had to pick the ick that you have of each other, what's that one thing that you're like, Taylor, stop? Well, go ahead. I know you have yours. Wait, what's mine? My lack of cleanliness and no, no, that's not an ick. What? I actually. I feel like I was just thinking of one. Oh, jeez. As like a joke, literally like like this, like not an ick as in like, never going to talk to you again, but like. But what? I know, I'm trying to think. You go and then I'll, maybe I'll jog my memory. Um, It's not an ick. Okay. It's, and, you've already roasted me enough and, at this that's point. That's like when so. you start something being like, I don't mean to be an asshole, but. Right. Like, it's but. not an ick, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really, it's actually something that we've had to work on together. Okay. Is no. just our different communication styles. Oh, we have very different communication styles. So if there is some, we, we do not argue much I remember at mine. all. Sorry. Oh, great. Um, we <laughs> I didn't know yours going to be more fun. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, but you communication. Talk, communication. Okay, you have different communication. I want, if, if there's a disagreement or something, mm-hmm. I want to just be like, what's wrong? What are you thinking? You're like, tell me about it. Like, let's yeah. talk about it. She needs time to process. Needs space. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I need space. Me I need too, the girl. But so, like it used to be very frustrating to me because I just have to like sit by myself in silence, just wondering what she's upset about, what she thinks I did, and I she doesn't want to talk yet, and it, it's frustrating. <laughs> you're like the kid in like time out, and you're like. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like that's so men being like, "What? Can, I want to fix it. What did yeah. I do? Just tell, tell me what me. I did. Say Let's it. go. Let's go." Yeah, and we're like. I need alone time. And they're like, ah! Like, <laughs> men can't handle it. Yeah. Okay, that is, I could see that you being an ick of like, get out of the room and just tell me. Just tell me. And yeah. she's like, I need space. Yeah. Okay, what is yours, Tay? How you blow your nose. <laughs> I know. I know. Thank you. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> what? Oh, this is horrible. I've agreed to this. <laughs> It's just how you hold the paper. I know, I know. I don't even know why I do it. I brought it up to him like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Why do you do that?" Nobody ever taught me how to blow your nose. What? I guess, I don't know. Show me. What do you do? Here's my only thing. Do I have a tissue in here? <laughs> how do you hold it? When you go like that to it, like normal people do, right? it grosses me out. And I know it's polite to everyone else, but that's why when I blow my nose, I go in complete privacy. But with my wife. I let her see it, but we're about to get a tissue. Oh, no, we're literally getting a tissue. Hand it to this man. Oh, man. Thank you, Jordan. He's like, this is not. Thank you. This is a roast. Okay. Thank you. Can you hold this? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get this is not polite, 
but it grosses me out. Yeah, you, yes. When you go like this, I don't even know how you do it. I don't know how normal people do it. But when you like wrap it around and you blow it and then it's just feeling like it's splattering all over your, it's on the outside of your nose and it gets on your lip and I don't want it touching me. Uh So I will fold it in half like this. I'll literally go like this. And I'll go like this so it doesn't touch my face at all. I do not want it getting on my lower lip. I do not want it spraying anywhere on my face. So I will cover my face like this and I'll just like go like that. And sometimes I get that it, it's a little messy. But it doesn't get on my face. But I do it in privacy. I'm going to actually start crying. I have never in my literally life. literally go like this. And then afterwards I need a second one then to just clean up. And then that's how I blow my nose. <laughs> that's just the promo right there. Everyone's like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> Dude, that is of everything I thought one day, call her daddy. I knew I'd see weird shit. I never thought we would get a tutorial from Taylor Lautner of how to blow the nose. Yeah, I know. How, what is it again? Lautner? Lautner? Lautner. Lautner. Jesus fucking Christ. You, you, you already said I'm going to ruin it. We're moving on. We're moving on. Let's talk about your podcast. Gosh damn it. Tay, what has been the most rewarding thing of putting yourself out there, getting into the public eye, and talking on a show every week? Oh, that's a good question. I don't I don't know. I'm having so much fun with it. I think I think the most rewarding thing in general is like getting to do it together. Uh because we always say like after every episode we're like this is like free therapy. Like and getting to do it together and like obviously working with your spouse is like obviously there's the difficulties with it, but it's pretty much just the like blowing up the nose. Blowing up the noses. But it's really fun. Like <laughs> we just have fun together doing it. But yeah. That's amazing, and I can imagine now that I'm thinking about it, like the conversation that you guys are having, I bet so many times when, whether you're doing it together or a guest leaves, you guys probably get to just sit and be like continuing the conversation, and I think that's something that's so beautiful about podcasting is you, it sparks, I remember I had someone on the other month, and they were like, I've literally never even talked about this in therapy, like shit, like I just realized this, I need to go talk to my therapist about it. It opens up, like when you have long form conversations, you kind of just let your mind go wherever you want it to go, and it does feel like a safe space because you're able to contextualize what you're talking about, whereas maybe on social media, it's like three seconds of something out of context. This is like, explain yourself, sit down, go through it. So that is a really good answer, and that's cool. What is it like working with your wife? It's great. I mean, we, she runs the ship. I show up. She says, sit here and, you know, turns my mic. Like, she does everything. She's a genius. She, she legit, she does our sound. She does the cameras. She does it all by herself. We don't have people doing that for us. Oh, how <laughs> yeah. did you learn this? I just learned. She decided she wanted to do a podcast, so she taught herself. Have you found it's exciting to connect with guests? Like, is it? odd to be getting filmed when you're having these conversations i know you're more used to a camera in your face yeah i mean i honestly feel like it may be easier for me than him for some reason but it's i love i love these types of conversations why do you think that is taylor i know Hmm. she's just so natural with it okay no i I do know why Mm -hmm. it is it's because it's hard for me to open up um and talk about things that I never have and never thought I would have before because for so long 
I was just like, you know, if a camera is around, I'm like, I have to be perfect. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't, you know, want people to know my deepest, darkest secrets. So the idea of doing a mental health podcast that to show the world where we are talking about very vulnerable topics on each episode was very terrifying to me at first. And I... I didn't know how long it was going to last, to be honest, but it has truly been a game changer for me in my life, um, getting those things out. And it's just so healthy to talk about them. We'll literally like sit down to film and like I'll bring up a topic and then Taylor will just like start talking and like he'll start like sharing these things. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're going to talk about that. That's kind of therapeutic, though, right? Very. Oh, yeah. Very. And having your wife next to you, like I do think of everything that you've shared today about your history and everything you've gone through in the industry, I I bet a lot of people wish they could have someone sitting next to them that's so strong and smart and articulate and supportive yeah. to sit next to them when cameras are in your face. And she's like, let's do this thing. And you're like, oh, yeah. okay, here we go. But to know like she's got you, absolutely, it's pretty cool. No, it makes me feel very comfortable. Okay, last two questions. I know we've, I don't even know how long we've been going. I feel like we've been going forever, but we keep talking and I'm having a great time. Um, Do you guys have like goals as a couple? Like even podcasts, not podcasts, whatever you guys want to talk about. Like, do you guys have goals? What do you guys talk about at home of like what you want for yourselves and your family? I feel like going into this like new year, like this, this past year, I'm staring at the tissue on the floor yeah, and I can't. Yeah. Um, this past year, I feel like has been a lot of like groundwork in the sense of like, you know, it's the first time we've obviously ever done a podcast, like figuring out how to do that. Just a lot of like my, like our foundation, my, my brand, Taylor's brand, like just like what, what life looks like. It's kind of a lot of like ground laying in the sense for that. Obviously you've already had a career, so you're not ground laying that, but I feel like this coming year is just like, I'm just, I feel like we're going to like, I'm just like excited. Like, I feel like I like understand things a little more now and like, I feel more confident in myself to go out and like do things. Yeah. Uh, I would say we both have our individual goals, um, you know, career wise and whatever. But um, for me, I'm excited to start that journey again. Um with my head on straight um you know knowing that no matter what happens I have this like I always have this to fall back on so now doing that is a choice I'm doing it because I want to be doing it um I can do the things that I am passionate about and want to be doing and I care less about you know how successful something's going to be or how I'm perceived by people that I don't know because I'm doing what I love and at the end of the day I'm going to come back home to the person I love and just you know it's um yeah it's a nice nice feeling to have yeah I appreciate you guys being so open today and going with me in so many different directions because I think a lot of what you guys shared is very relatable but I do think when you are in a healthy relationship it's so incredible to see individually what you can conquer and what you yeah. can achieve when you have that person next to you that is supporting you and that is there for you because it's 
people always are like, if you're too close, it's codependence. No, there's such independence within a partnership that yes. you can grow even more because you've got your rock next to you and you can lean on them when you come home and you're like, yeah. am I seeing this wrong or am I stressing about or I'm going to yeah. go for this role and I'm really anxious. How do we get through it? Yeah. Having each other is really cool. And I think a lot of people will look up to your guys' relationship mm-hmm. of like that is – the way that you speak about each other of like from when you met the way he treated you the way you treat him and just moving forward it's it's really cool to see so congratulations on everything you guys are doing and everyone go watch the squeeze and just like thanks for coming on i had a great time guys you're a great time thank you thank you for coming on call her daddy (laughs) Woo! Woo! This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try DashPass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.